Pigeon. Make Maddie proud, make Daddy proud. Don't dye your hair. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hello, welcome back, everybody. First up, we got wellness check. Um, I was legit sitting here before we started and going, have the Leafs actually played a game since we last recorded? The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> they played Edmonton. I think that's the only game they played, though. I'm not sure if they played more than that. Let's double check. But I'm pretty sure they only played Edmonton. <laughs> I, think so. I think so, too, because they were supposed to they were supposed to play last night, I think, last and night, tonight. And tonight. Um, and I think, was that on Thursday? Was that game? Oh, no. Thursday, they were supposed to play the Flames, and that one was also postponed. But that was because of the Flames okay. and not because of the Leafs or anything else. So, yes, they only played the Oilers. That's the only thing that's happened since we last recorded for the Leafs from a playing perspective. They beat the 5-1. I don't remember this game. I, I think I watched part of it, but I don't remember Did it I? at all. Did I watch? <laughs> I don't know. Well, now I have to scroll through my Twitter and find out because... I feel like... <laughs> I don't remember if he did or not. Um, It was Ilya Mikheyev's first game back. Does that sound right? I it think. does sound right, but I yeah. don't think... And Travis actually, is back. I, I don't think that I... No, I didn't. I didn't tweet a single thing about it. So, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. So um, they won 5-1. Do I remember what happened? No. Do I remember anything at all? Also, no. Um, basically, like, they won. And then I think it was two days later, they started getting positive COVID tests. And we did know at that point that Edmonton had several. I think they had two players in COVID protocol at that point and their coach. Mm-hmm. So Edmonton didn't have their head coach when they played the Leafs. And then, um, so the Leafs had, I think it was four players test positive in the initial run. Who was it? Tavares, Spezza, Simmons, and Kerfoot, I think. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, and then they've added travis tj brody and sheldon keith and i think the goalie coach um since then so they're all still in vancouver or actually i think they sent the negative players home but the positive players they have to get a medical evacuation out of um vancouver in order to go home so they can't take a commercial flight and i don't think they're allowed to take the charter plane either um so it's very you know horrible Yep. Um, oh, what else happened? Oh, Spezza. They reduce his sentence, I guess. Suspension. <laughs> Suspension, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think, think of the word. Um, from six games to four games, which I think is much more reasonable. But, you know, they haven't played since they reduced his suspension. So, because I was like, I was like texting my dad about Saturday's game. And I was like, oh, Spezza's going to play. But like John and Kerfoot are in. Um, COVID protocol and then got two more and then they decided to cancel it which was probably or postpone it which is probably a good idea because Vancouver was already pretty deep into COVID protocol and like the Mm -hmm. Leafs would have had to play with I think 10 forwards and 60 at that point 
because they didn't have enough cap space and the Marlies have, I think they're at 13 players in COVID protocol right now. It's pretty high. Yeah. I think the last, the last I saw was there was 10 players in COVID protocol. And then I think they added more. Yeah. I think 13 was the last one I saw. And I think that was last night, which is just like, it's terrifying that all of these players are testing positive and like, mm-hmm. it's clearly being transmitted in game because yep. the Leafs seem to have been perfectly fine before they got to Edmonton mm-hmm. and Edmonton who we knew had positive tests. And then after Edmonton, they didn't. And yeah. then the absolutely crazy thing is, is that Edmonton played last night. Yeah, that's that's wild. Where'd they go? Oh, maybe it wasn't. Oh, it was last night. They played against the Kraken last night. So, like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and part of, well, part of the reason they canceled the game today was because the Leafs were worried about not being able to get home for Christmas if they tested positive in the States, which would be a horrible thing for them to do right like yep you have so especially when you think about who's tested positive already almost all of them have kids except Kerfoot and Travis Mm -hmm. um like they all have kids most of them are pretty young kids too yep like even like Sheldon Keith used two boys I think they're under like 12 Mm -hmm. like it's really hard like so hard for them already with how much they have to travel and then to make it worse to not be home for the holidays yeah is horrible um yeah so I feel really bad for all of their families I hope it's all right I do believe that Kyle Dubas's update said that of the initial four which was Simmons, Spezza, Tavares, and Kerfoot one of them had pretty severe symptoms like a pretty bad fever, I think, was mostly what it was. But still, it's a pretty severe symptom. And the rest of them just had mild stuff or nothing. Or one had mild and I think two had were asymptomatic. So like, that's just also very terrifying. So mm-hmm. I hope that everyone gets better and is okay. And same with all the Marlies and like literally everybody, because yep. we'll get to the rest of the league in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think that's it for Leafs because, like I said, we don't remember the game. It happened Tuesday. It is Sunday today. It's that's like a month in <laughs> hockey time. It is. Plus, like we're so close to Christmas, so I'm like I'm stressed out. Like got stressful yep. family things going on, stressful work things. Like too much going on for me yep. to be remembering what happened Tuesday night. Games are Leafs. happening at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, that was late. I think I went to bed before it was done. I think that's what it was. That's why I don't really remember what happened. (laughs) Oh, Connor McDavid contributed to one of the goals. That's all I remember. I think it went in off his foot or something. Amazing. Thank you, Connor. (laughs) Because I remember the tweets about when he's a free agent and I was like, well, he's just, you know, making sure he shows his true colors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. All right, on to the rest of the league. So I don't know how we're over 100 players who are currently in COVID protocol right now. This is just NHL players. This is like on NHL roster. So in theory, it could be AHL players who are called up and then tested positive after they've played a game or something. But still, like they are on NHL rosters when they tested positive, not to mention how much is happening in the AHL 
and I'm sure like oh and there was one ECHL team I think it was Wichita had like ridiculous numbers it was almost their entire team had tested positive as well so like lots and lots of problems and it's happening in all the sports too the NBA is in a very similar boat Um, same with the NFL the NFL is mm -hmm. having I saw a video today I don't know why the Panthers were doing it um or if someone was just making a joke but um they were having there was like a video of their players that weren't kickers like practice kicking the ball and that's just not normally a thing that they do no so those rosters are so big for a reason like you can afford to have just one person who just kicks the ball that's their only job yep <laughs> that's my that's really good it. understanding of football there um, <laughs> <laughs> oh um I just remembered another Leafs thing Brett Seamy broke his finger oh poor guy yeah I know it's had oh. to oh that was part of the reason why I had the Leafs played Saturday night they would have only had 10 forwards was because Seamy was injured a lot of the Marlies have tested positive and mm-hmm. you already had other positives and other injuries um the currently the worst team with COVID right now is the Calgary Flames last time I checked I think there were four players who had not tested positive I believe most of the coaches have several of the support staff as well which is like when you think like you're like oh whatever oh I don't say oh whatever but like you know like you think about the players and the coaches and you're like well they get paid a lot of money so it's not as horrible but a lot of the support staff people like they just get paid like an average kind of person salary right Mm -hmm. so you don't know what these organizations are like and whether they have like proper paid sick leave and like stuff like that so it's kind of terrifying when you think of it from that perspective too about the impact it could have on all of these other people's lives outside of like professional hockey players Mm -hmm. you know um there were enhanced COVID protocols which were basically we're back to you're not on the road you're not eating inside any restaurants um you have to wear masks on chartered flights I think that was a thing it could just be a Canadian thing though um like you have to wear a mask for the whole flight, even though it's a chartered flight. Um, and you're supposed to like minimize fan interaction. And they like strongly suggest that you minimize your contact with the outside world when you can, like even with your family, like mm-hmm. try and minimize the number of times you're going to the grocery store and like out and that kind of stuff. Um, in addition to that, Canada put in some restrictions or like the different provinces have um, things. Montreal played their last game with no fans in the stands at all. Um, Ontario has moved to 50% capacity. um, And then also they're not allowed to sell food and drink in places with over a thousand capacity. So like that's applying to our movie theaters too. Like I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow. So like we can't have popcorn at the movies, which is very a weird concept for me. But um, like, I think that helps because it keeps forces people to keep their masks on. Yeah. Um, the MLSE has said, we're being super strict with our mask policy. If we see you with your mask off and you're warned, and then like, if we see you again, you're out, like we're kicking you out, which mm-hmm. is really, really good. That is even good, though, yeah. Like, even though you have to be vaccinated to even be there, like, I think that's a really good policy. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, when my dad and I went to the Marley's game two weekends ago was that two weekends now yeah two weekends ago 
there were lots of people who weren't wearing masks like we were spread out enough we personally weren't worried about the people around us but like there were lots of people like sitting close to one another like not wearing their mask Mm -hmm. and like I only wasn't wearing my mask when I was eating or drinking like you're supposed to yeah Um, I feel like a lot of people um like once they sit down they're like oh like nobody's at me I could get away with just yeah either being below my nose or like wearing it on my chin like a lot of people will just be like oh nobody's looking at me so it's good that they came out and said that yeah yeah out exactly exactly because I feel like a lot of people just don't take the mask thing seriously they're Mm -hmm. just like who's who's gonna tell me to pull my mask up really exactly yeah um the avalanche also had a bunch of people in COVID protocol this week to the point where they played a game short. I think they had 11 forwards and 5D. I think that was that team. There have been a couple teams that have played short this week. So if I get the numbers wrong, that's apologies. <laughs> and I guess normally they have 12 forwards, 60. I should say that in case you can't remember or like it's not coming to you or something <laughs> they normally have 12 forward 62 goalies um I think they played without a backup goalie but that might have been a different team um that might have been a different team I don't remember what team it was now um but apparently the avalanche were given the opportunity to vote as to whether or not they wanted to ha- play the game but also it was said after the game I think it was Miko Rantanen said like it wasn't really a formal vote about whether or not we wanted to play um which seems you know dumb like you should just cancel them yeah like if they're ending up playing more than two players off your normal bench short that's too many yeah right like there's something wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I actually they played the Preds I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure and I know um after the fact, I some of the Preds players were upset because they didn't get a say in the vote, even though yeah. like they also had players on COVID protocol. Yeah, and the Preds are really bad now too. I think they're probably like the second worst team in terms mm-hmm. of numbers. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was like the same night, the Florida Panthers were also playing short and they weren't asked whether like they didn't have a vote about whether or not they wanted to play which seems so stupid it should be consistent you should be Mm -hmm. asking every team if you're asking at all right and like good on Anthony Duclair for kind of being pissed off about that because they were missing seven players so I don't know if that means um I don't think that means that they were short like seven on the ice like they were only playing like say six forwards and that makes sense six forwards and like 3d or something like that I don't think it was like that mm-hmm. but um it was still like they were short a bunch of players um where else are we sorry there's so much okay yes because um so they postponed Calgary Colorado and Florida through Christmas that was the first set of true long postponements um and then oh the other thing was that the world juniors they have postponed or just kind of canceled all of the pre-tournament games that they would have played starting today so it would have been like today to the 22nd um 
so they say the earliest they'll play is the 23rd. They're in Edmonton and Red Deer in Alberta right now, which again, like Alberta has a dumbass premier who's, you know, like he's very bad. And that's coming from someone else with a horrible premier um, who's not handling this well. So like, I can understand how they'd be very concerned. And like, you have all these kids coming in from different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that. Um, so we'll see if they even, I assume they'll go ahead with some pre-tournament games, like just a few, and then they will, um, my guess is with no fans, they'll kind of try and bubble it yes. up again, like they did last time, which is annoying which kind of sucks for Edmonton and Red Deer because the whole point of doing it there again was to be able to have fans because they did it there last year, right? Um, But we shall see on that front. Um, And then I think it was a day later, they also, the NHL also um, shut down the Bruins and the Preds through the holiday break. Um. where are we sorry there's so many things here yeah so Edmonton played a player short last night even though Hyman was injured and they had four players and five players in COVID protocol again they should That's like the whole point of the cap relief last year. That's the other thing that's preventing people from playing with the full number of players is the freaking cap. Mm -hmm. If you're on the COVID list, you shouldn't count against the cap or you should have, again, that like taxi squad of people because clearly it's not working now and Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be forcing these players to play um, shorthanded because like it's they already overplay some of these players we'll talk about Thomas Shabbat in a minute Mm. um (laughs) they already overplay some of these players and like think about Connor McDavid like he plays forever I think they said at the end of yesterday's game the last three minutes and 51 seconds Darnell Nurse played the entire time the entire time that's insane they're used to 40 second shifts Mm -hmm. like that's that's a long time to be on the ice uh-huh. That's exerting a lot of energy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and like, I believe that was a coaching choice as opposed to a we're short choice because I think they were short of forward. But like, I'm going to lose my mind thinking about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think the, we're up to today in terms of COVID um, concerns. Yes. I'm up at my three hours ago tweet, which is <laughs> that there will be no cross-border games before Christmas. So the Leafs are done until Christmas because their last game scheduled is for, was for Thursday against the Blues at home. So the Blues aren't going to come up to Canada again because people are concerned about being trapped in the wrong country yep. for the holidays, which I think is really important that we consider those facts. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure if any of the Canadian teams even will be playing because we already knew that Calgary was done throughout the, um, till the break. Um, oh my God. And like, the thing is, I look at these apps and it's like postponed, postponed, postponed. 
um, every single game. It's crazy. Like Wednesday, there will be no NHL games. There were four scheduled. They're all postponed. Um, yeah, I don't think any of the Canadian teams. I'm already on Thursday. Yeah, none of the Canadian teams are playing again until wow. after Christmas. Yeah. Oh. Lord. Um, I do think that that's good. Mm-hmm. But also, like, they almost should just pause everybody. Because I think at this point... I think at the last I had heard, there had only been one team that hadn't didn't have any. Oh, sorry, it was fourteen teams hadn't had any positives. I think we're lower than that now because I believe the Kraken was one of those teams and they've had at least one person test positive. But like I said, they just played Edmonton, so it's very possible that they're gonna get it because Edmonton had it. Mm-hmm. You know, which I, which brings me to like a point where. If any of your players are testing positive, even if somebody's testing negative in that moment that they're getting tested, like, A, like, they could, I don't know. Like, I just feel like they shouldn't be playing games if anybody's testing positive because then they, everyone else is exposed. And we know, I'm assuming, um, I don't know this as a fact, but I'm assuming with how quickly it's spreading that it's the new variant mm-hmm. and it's just so easy to spread it like if anyone's testing positive on the team like I especially day of yeah like they were they were together with the staff the coaches the other players mm-hmm. like I just don't think that they should be playing these games because obviously it doesn't matter if those who are positive in the moment aren't playing you're still spreading it to the other teams and to the other players. Like this is very obvious. We've Mm -hmm. seen this now for a good week. And you can tell that it's going to the officials. You can tell that it's on ice transmission because the officials are getting it too. It's not like it's avoiding the officials. Mm -hmm. It's clearly on ice transmission because it's going to the the other team's players. It's going to the officials. Like um, the scouting, the refs account said, like you can tell based on the movement of who's referring, refing what game and who was initially scheduled to that there's clearly positive tests like they're just not telling us about I'm sure they tell Mm -hmm. the teams that played them yep but um yeah so like it's clearly it has to be on ice transmission um and I guess for me part of it feels like it's a lot like I don't like Calgary said they can't pinpoint where it came from that outbreak came from with their team which is terrifying in my opinion Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like if you could say like, oh, so and so went to a party and he got it there and then he brought it home, like he brought it to the team. That would be yep. so easy, but they can't seem to pinpoint where it came from, based on like I guess based on like close circles, like who you'd seen recently, kind of thing. Just tests mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe it was like one of the American teams. Because you're playing a lot of these American teams, they don't have mask mandates. Yes, they don't even have vaccine vaccine mandates. mandates. Um, yeah. Um, like I know the Flyers have just changed. Like I don't know when the change takes effect, but they did just announce that you will need to be double vaccinated in order to go to Flyers games, which is good because we're clearly it's, seeing you should, that you it should is be. affecting everybody, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, it's it, I think it's terrifying that they can't pinpoint it and 
it like in my opinion has to be coming from these American games if they can't pinpoint it as someone close to a player is where it came from right Mm -hmm. yeah wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. because it like I said like it's not just the players on the other teams you're dealing with fans and like Mm -hmm. yelling and spitting as you yell and all that kind of stuff and it's it's scary and I don't um yeah uh we just hope that everyone recovers well no one's Mm -hmm. facing long-term effects yeah and that it for those who have tested positive that have like young families or even old families that they would see like their grandparents or whatever I hope that no one else gets it yeah from I would be terrified to go home like yeah. if one of my teammates tested positive, I wouldn't want to go home. If I had like older family members that mm-hmm. I saw often, or like if I had kids, even like like I'm thinking about John Tavares. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about John Tavares. His wife is a is a nurse, I believe, and he has two kids under like four. Yeah, maybe even under three. Like they're young; they're too young to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'd be very concerned about them. And like, we know here it's going through schools. Um, like I know personally, like with the team that I coached, they're nine and 10. I've had, I had like three or four players who were like, Hey, um, I can't come. I have to isolate because someone in my daughter's class tested positive. Um, and then I know like one person who tested positive because they practiced with someone who was positive, like on mm-hmm. their son's team. And then the co- he coaches his daughter's team too. Um, so like we shut down our leagues but not everyone in Ontario has shut down their league it's very weird Um, both the boys and girls in our um, area have shut down until like January 2nd and I know that a couple other have done that but not the big ones and not all of them which doesn't really make sense Mm -hmm. expect everyone at least in the greater Toronto area to be doing that because it seems to be going through the schools because these kids aren't double vaccinated yet because they haven't had enough time to um right so anyway I'd be terrified if I had kids I wouldn't want to go home that's what I that's what I would be most concerned about like if I was John Tavares I don't want to go home like put me in a hotel room in Toronto like yeah I'd want to be near home but like I wouldn't want to go home no I would no like and no even like Travis Dermott like I know he's very close with his grandmother Mm-hmm. Like there's no way he's seeing his grandmother or his parents. And I think his sister's immunocompromised. Um, so like, I know he's been very, very cautious from like what I've seen and heard. So like, I'm sure he doesn't want to go home and like yeah. see his girlfriend or see his family at all because he doesn't want to risk infecting them, right? Yeah. Like the what if would always be playing through my mind. Like, what if I transferred it to this person and they weren't okay? Yeah, exactly. Like, you just need to, with things like this, you have to be thinking about the what ifs. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just insane. Yeah. It's stressful. Um, The other thing is, because of all of these pauses, it's really looking like we're not going to see NHLers at the Olympics. Um, In their statement today, uh, the NHL and NHLPA said that given the disruption to the season, um, 
27 games have been postponed as of Saturday and 12 more will be postponed through the 23rd. Um, They're actively discussing the matter of player participation in the 2022 Olympics. um, And they will make a decision in the coming days. So I really don't see it happening. But the other thing is um, that there has been kind of actually a lot of reporting on is the fact that arenas have booked things during that two week break. So the Leafs couldn't necessarily play at home because there's concerts going on Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And like, that's not just the Leafs. It would be like a bunch of other things. Um, I didn't really think to look Had I thought I would have looked ahead and seen what was on at Scotiabank arena during that time period. Because like that kind of scheduling is really difficult to do. And you have to wonder like, would it be um oh I can search on a date range fun I didn't know that Ticketmaster was you know that helpful (laughs) Um, (laughs) where's my enter button okay yeah so we got like Elton John yeah I was gonna say Elton John whatever park was Billie Eilish yep and the Marlies are playing at Scotiabank. Like, Marlies are easily transferred back. There's um, some Raptors games, too. Yeah, well, like, the Raptors make sense. Dua Lipa, too. Um, it's, like, probably right before they come back. So, like, the Leafs have... What is this Park Wiz thing? That's my question. I have lots of... There's, like, seven of them. Does anyone know what Park Wiz is? It says, sorry, tickets are not currently available. I don't want to go. I just want to know <laughs> what it is. Um, it says it's an app. E-parking services? What? Is it like, so you can buy tickets to, like you get parking tickets? Maybe? It's weird. Which is like free, not free parking access. It's money, obviously, but like guaranteed parking yeah, I guess that's what it would be, but it's really weird to me that that's how it sh- like it shows up on the Ticketmaster app. Um, yeah, very odd. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's possible that they would have to take that two week break regardless of whether or not players go, which Mm -hmm. to me sounds like individual players should make their decisions. They say, fine, you can go. Individual players make their decisions based on the conditions closer to the date. I guess that would be really hard for the team to accept because you can't say, Oh, like, like someone like Connor McDavid pulls out and you're like, Oh shit. How the hell do we fill a Connor McDavid spot? Yeah. Right. Um, but it sounds, um, my guess is that they will probably vote no, but it did sound like lots of, like, like it sounded like basically all the Russians who would, were going to go. And then the rest was kind of individual decisions, depending on the person and their situation and all that. Mm -hmm. So like you said, hit or miss with them, but. I'm thinking probably not. Again, yeah. please release the roster anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I would much prefer to know that way. Yes. <laughs> I guess while we're talking about the Olympics, let's talk about, there's a couple of women's hockey things with the Olympics. 
One is that they are announcing the, my mom is so loud outside my door. I don't know if you can hear her. Um, she's, she's like talking. She's like yelling downstairs to someone. Anyway, um, it was distracting. So they're announcing the Canadians women's roster, I believe before Christmas. So in the next like five days, six days. Um, and then the U.S one they're announcing at the on the January 1st world junior game which they've done before I think they did that the last time I kind of remember the outdoor game they like had them all come out because it was the Mm. outdoor game between Canada and the U.S. and I think I kind of remember them all like coming out and you know showing them that so that's exciting um from that standpoint and then the other really exciting thing is it's very possible that Nora Ratu may make a comeback. We thought she had retired. We as in everybody, not just the two of us, um, <laughs> thought she had retired, but she posted a photo um, in her Team Finland gear and said, been a second. Ooh. Um, been a second. And then the like lion emoji and the Finnish flag. So it, she might do one last Olympics because to me, the timing didn't make sense to retire right now. It made more sense in my head for her to play one more year and then retire after the Olympics. But we shall see. I'm super excited that she's back because that's such a boost to the Finnish team. And Mm -hmm. she is phenomenal. She's genuinely like one of the best bullies in the world. Um, So very excited to see whether that is what happens um where else are we um oh yeah because of the COVID concerns Hockey Canada is considering withdrawing from the Spengler Cup the Spengler Cup is like I really don't know how to describe it because I'm pretty sure not like Americans really have no idea what I'm talking about because there's never any Americans in it um it's like the European League's I don't know if the KHL is one of them, but like the Finnish league and the Swedish league and the Swiss league, they send like one of their best teams in. And then they also, because so many Canadian players play over there, they have always had a Canadian team. So it's made up of players, mostly of players who play in the league instead of playing with their club team, they play with this Canadian team and part of this tournament and it's really it's really fun it's always fun that to watch. sounds a lot of fun it's it's so much fun um and like it's exciting to watch like it's good hockey and mm-hmm. um but last olympics they used that as like a a tryout for the olympic team and that was the intention this year was to use it for a tryout but they're debating about pulling out because of covid concerns which makes me really nervous how do you pick if the nhlers don't go how do you pick an Olympic People. team and have them play together, even remotely together. Oh, the Olympics. <laughs> Cause I, like- I have a feeling that we are going to see if our suspicions are correct in the NHL pulls out. I have a feeling that we are going to see a lot of college players because at least they can like and especially college players that maybe play together and like they're top the top players from each country I feel like are going to end up going yeah I don't know like I said I looked at um 
I don't remember. I think it was like Capital One Cup or something. The roster for that for Team Canada came out like last time. And the youngest person was born in 96. So yeah. that's not very young Um, when you consider hockey in general, right? Like that yep. person is no longer in college. <laughs> you should be graduated if you were born in 96. Wait. Um, <laughs> unless... Unless you play junior first. Unless you play junior first, because they're good, good 26-year-old junior yeah. college yes. hockey players around these parts. Yes. But most of them, I think, I don't think any of them said they were from colleges for Team Canada. And mm. I was like, hmm, I don't like this. I don't want they them should. to go super old again. They need to have a good mix. There I feel are like good college, college players. players are so fun yeah and like it's said, so fun and they have such a good time and then they get to go home and brag about it like come exactly. on give the college players a chance mm-hmm. it's a good time I promise yeah um so I'm nervous about that um hmm yeah, I'm very nervous about what this team will look like if <laughs> NHLers don't go. Not just because I don't trust any of the GMs, but also because, like, what if they haven't played together at all? They play yeah. in five different leagues. It's different than, like, in the NHL where you at least, like, see the players a lot. You, mm-hmm. you probably played with them played at some point yeah. or played against them. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, if you played with them, like, maybe you played with them in junior or you played with them, yeah. like, on – um a world championship team you know how they play you know how they move like exactly whereas when you're playing in like five or six different European leagues you just throw this team together and you're like all right let's go and they're like hi what's your name exactly who could have no idea who each other are is yeah what's English I don't know yeah um terrifying that's scary on the other end it could be just like immediately click like the Mm -hmm. last game I coached we had a call-up player and like I we were playing four on four because we were all short and I paired her with this one girl and the two of them I was like I are you have you two played together like you look like you've played together for years they're nine and they're like look like they've played together for years (laughs) so like in theory you could have that level of chemistry immediately but it doesn't happen very often (laughs) Uh, yeah it's just mm. um oh what else happened okay the Canucks named an assistant GM who I've never heard of his name is Derek Clancy I'm not going to google him but this is just my information for everybody they've named an assistant GM congratulations Canucks now it's not just Rutherford, only Rutherford. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, the Coyotes have announced a partnership with Univision Arizona to broadcast at least one Coyotes game in Spanish every week, which is really exciting. Um, and I think it's a great way to um, grow the audience. It's the same mm-hmm. way like we have um, Hockey Night in Canada in Punjabi because like Canada has does have a large Indian population and it's a great way to grow the game and to an audience it doesn't only reach and yeah. I think that's so exciting um even though it is the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> <laughs> I mean 
you stick with what you know like that is the closest team like it's good of them to do it what am I trying to say closest team Spanish Spanish this there's a lot of Spanish-speaking people that's what I'm trying to say (laughs) in Arizona and the surrounding areas and they are one of the closest teams to the largest population the larger populations of Spanish-speaking people that's what I'm trying to say I'm really struggling here today (laughs) um where did this go someone had tweeted something I was clearly about Connor McDavid and um everybody's favorite Phil Kessel but I I doesn't appear to be true in my um minimal research but it was imagine you're the I think there was a tweet I think it was this morning I could probably find it um it was just imagine you're the best player in hockey um or in the world which is not mm, debatable yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it later debatable um so oh there we go imagine being regarded at the as the world's best hockey player and you're tied in points with a 36 year old man that slammed fast and dr pepper before every game i'm like that is there any way that isn't about phil kessel <laughs> <laughs> oh my god didn't he he fought someone the other night <laughs> yeah I I love him you just check in on Phil Kessel and you're like how's he doing down there in Arizona and he's like had a fight the night before yep. and you're like okay Phil <laughs> always doing something wild exactly um so that was uh Dick Nowder as in Nick Dowd um or that that's their Twitter handle so thank you for that I truly appreciate that and I just we all love Phil Kessel here yeah <laughs> Big fans. <laughs> Who amongst us does not? If you don't love Phil Kessel, I want to know, like, why? Please give mm-hmm. me a legit reason why you don't like, like Phil Kessel. There can't be any good reasoning. Like, what's not to love about Phil Kessel? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh- <laughs> oh, uh, Austin Matthews. That was the other thing that happened this week. Austin Matthews has been, like, on a goal-scoring tear. Mm-hmm. Um he is only third in goals right now however I'm sure he's played less games than some of these these other people Alex Ovechkin and why did I it sounded like I said Ovechkin in my head (laughs) I'm not sure if I actually did or if I just thought I was maybe gonna accidentally say it um and Leon Dreisaitl so Dreisaitl has 23 goals Ovechkin has 22 honestly shout out to Ovechkin I love that wait maybe it's Ovechkin that tweet was talking about that also tracks <laughs> I don't that, know how Kessel is but I think that's Ovechkin's age it might be Ovechkin <laughs> it yeah sounds sounds about right well oh because yeah because he has 25 assists too which is insane for him that's insane that is it but it was him like on the the bench he drinks pepsi yeah in his gatorade water bottle it's definitely ovechkin we just i just assumed it was phil kessel it, you know listen it sounds like something about phil kessel it does i don't i mean i don't really know phil kessel's eating habits aside <laughs> from the hot dog jokes uh-huh. i don't really know his eating habits but like i you could tell me that that's what he eats and I'd be like yeah sure yeah I believe that. 
Um, I want to know how old Phil Kessel is. Because 36 seems old, but it also does not. He's 34. So I wasn't that far off. Um, but yeah, that tweet was definitely about Opie now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, can you imagine being Connor McDavid and Alex Ovech, 36-year-old Alex Ovechkin has 22 goals, 25 assists. You only have 17 goals and 32 assists. <laughs> Insane. Um, does it say how many games... How many games have they played? Um, Austin has played 27 games this season. Connor has played 29, and Ovechkin has played 30. So tracks. But, yeah. All right. And Ovi didn't even have his favorite line mate for, like, 28 of those games. Mm-hmm. Backstrom only played his first game, like, last week. <laughs> so... I'm just saying, though, they have split up McDavid and Drysaddle to hopefully get the lines better. It wasn't working on Tuesday. I do remember that. I barely noticed Connor McDavid, which is never a good thing. <laughs> the best player in the league, and I barely uh-huh. noticed him. Invisible. <laughs> yeah. Where are we at? What was I even talking about? I got um, very off track here. Um, I think we're good with that point, though. I yeah. think we're good. Um, the other random-ass thing that happened this week, Paul Maurice just resigned. Mm. Um, yeah. There, there was just, like, these tweets of Paul Maurice is resigning. I was like, what is going on? Like, why? Um, you had to wait for a press conference. But he basically said he felt that he lost the room. However, um, it was like a... Or not that he lost the room, but that he couldn't get anything more out of the room. Mm-hmm. That they weren't going to succeed. But, yeah. They moved past the need for him. Yes. <laughs> that sounds right. Like his phrasing. Made, listen, it made me a little emotional. Imagine being a hockey guy and being like, listen, I'm going to take my pride. Instead of running this team with the ground, I'm going to step aside. Apparently. Goodbye. Yeah. The other thing is like part, the way he said it, it sounded like it was all his decision. But then when, um, Kevin Shuffledayoff talked afterwards. It was clearly like a mutual decision. Yeah. He's just very good at spinning things. And I'm like, all right, like, oh. sure. But also he had been their coach for almost eight years. It would have been eight years in January. Because I was like, I was trying to say that to my dad. And he was like, no, I don't believe you. It was only, it, there's no way it was that long. And I was like, he's hired. And I looked it up. He was hired like January something, 2014. So almost eight years. That's insane. It is insane. And the thing is, where does the time go? I know he's still, I was like, I remember him being the Leafs coach. That wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Um, But he still had a year left on his contract. Um, I'm sure he will almost immediately have a new job. And if he doesn't almost immediately have a new job, he will have like an Olympic coaching job. Probably immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. He's Canadian, right? I don't know if that's true or not. I think he is. Yep. Canadian. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised that he was like, yeah, they need a new voice. And the voice isn't obviously isn't me because they need a new voice. But I can't believe how long he has been their coach. Like almost eight years. I want to know, what do we think the longest tenured NHL coach? Um. Um, 
I'm gonna say 11 years. Hurry up, hurry up, load, load, load. Ooh, there we go. 13 seasons. Wait. Why? No, that was his, his playing career. Why don't they tell me how long it was? This is stupid bleacher report. <laughs> Can't you be helpful? Um, John Cooper. Well, I know he's a oh, long age right now, but I don't know how no. long it has been. Current. Oh, yeah. Age. John Cooper was longer than Paul Maurice because he was hired in March of 2013. 13. But I don't know what the longest. I don't want current. I want all. No. History. History. I did not spell history anywhere near close enough. I don't. Come on. Oh, this is from <laughs> you would seven. This forum post I'm looking at. Oh my God, you would think that this would be an easier thing to find. You, yeah, you would think. Um, it's more than that. Apparently, Jack Adams coached Detroit for twenty straight years, though. So. I would assume that Jack Adams, at least 20 years is the longest, some of the longest. But again, I was reading forum posts from 2007. Very helpful. I don't need to know current NHL coaches. I know the current ones. Give me a singular team, bro. Okay, Barry Trotz was for 15 years when he was coaching in Nashville. So clearly there are um, lots for long, much longer times than Paul Maurice. I, it is very annoying that the internet will not tell me the simplest. Okay. I feel like that's a simple question that other people ask, and they're like, nah. Yes. Like, why Why has nobody made, like, just make a comp- like nice compilation of every single coach in their coaching yeah. history, or the top 10? Mm-hmm. I'm oh. going to write my own blog post about it. So then whenever someone has a question, I can answer it for them. Yeah, honestly, figure it out myself at some point, but like not right now, not mid podcast. <laughs> that take too long. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see where the Jets go. I think they just promoted someone as interim head coach. Don't know if they'll hire anyone. I don't even remember who's available anymore. There's so many people, and I don't remember any of them. But also, let's think outside the box. As we always say, let's think outside the box. A person of color. A woman. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that that's the baseline for thinking outside the box. I know. That's so sad. And if I combine those two, oh my god. God. You're really (laughs) too far. (laughs) Too far outside the box. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. So very interesting. What else happened? Oh, last night, Thomas Shabbat played 35-39. They went into overtime of 61-35. So that is obviously more than half. Um, absolutely insane. We got to stop doing this to him. <laughs> Leave him alone. Like, <laughs> I hope he, it's actually, you know what? It's a good thing that there's no more cross-border games because Thomas Shabbat can rest. <laughs> it's good for him. <laughs> he can rest. This is like a whole week of rest, maybe more. That'll be very good for him. Let him get some legs back. <laughs> Like this poor man. Uh, um, so long. Yeah. But the thing is, that's not even the longest he's ever played in a game. Um, he played 43-53 in the gold medal game of the 2017 World Juniors. What 40, is a with this 53. man playing like long times? Yeah, I think think was it last year that he had yeah like a long freaking like I want to know at the end of each season I guess like it's easily like I could easily look it up I just have never thought about it until this moment right now I just want to know how long his ice times are at the end of the season I want to compare it to Mm -hmm. like like your average top d on a team like your Mm -hmm. morgan riley or tj brody on the leafs like that kind of person because you're right he seems to play a ridiculous amount to be fair zaitsev is injured so they'd normally have zaitsev play more minutes and so they have like less experienced younger defensemen i i think i assume i'm just making assumptions about the other (laughs) right now um i'm probably right i genuinely half the time i don't know who's on that team so we're lucky that i knew that but like still like less defensive defenseman at the very least on the ice um yeah so that world junior game was set was 70 minutes long though so yes it's a long time but also like he's used to it I guess he doesn't need the rest mm-hmm. <laughs> he just rest up for next time yep <laughs> um well my goodness what else happened oh yesterday Uh, There was a hit on Tanner Kiro, I believe his name is, of the Dallas Stars. Um, And he had to be stretchered off. He was unconscious, I believe, after the hit. Uh, He had to be stretchered off. But there was an update last night um, that he was alert and responsive. So that's good news. Hopefully he doesn't have any lasting damage and that everything Mm -hmm. is okay. Um, I didn't see the hit. I didn't want to go look at it. And even like from what I could see, the angles weren't super great to see exactly what happened mm-hmm. but I do know that it was Brett Connolly who delivered the hit I don't know if it was legal or not I don't know I don't think that there was a penalty on the play though I don't know um last player safety tweeted that he's been suspended for four games for okay. interference yeah I don't think the puck was near him and I think it was kind of I don't think it was boarding yes. from what I remember seeing of the bit of the clip um Oh man, I forgot who this man was. Okay, so yesterday, the Devils. Um, sorry, I have to figure out his name first before I keep going. The Devils played the 
Detroit Red Wings. And as we know, who's on the Detroit Red Wings? But unvaccinated. Um, <laughs> the Tyler Bertuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> so this clip's going around of Devils player number 55. Oh, oh, I knew his first name. Mason Geertsen. He's got wicked flow, by the way. I love. Wait, it. I want. I need to look him up now. I'll send. I'll send you. He sounds the like clip. a ginger. Is he a ginger? He's not a ginger. No. Mm-hmm. Um, of him going, go get vaccinated at Tyler Bertuzzi <laughs> as the ref is escorting him away from him. Um, so he's now our favorite favorite player. Oh uh, love my you, Mason. god! <laughs> I love him. Yeah, exactly. immediately adopted. Immediately adopted. <laughs> our new favorite player. Um. Yep. Very excited to see where he goes. Do I know anything about him right now? No. Not at all. He plays hockey on the Devils. Actually, okay, Googling. He's 26. He was drafted by the Avs. Why does it say his position is defenseless? Left he wing. looks straight out of the 80s. He does. He's He's got some good flow. I love it, Um, actually. He's a defenseman. He's only played 10 games this season. Oh, in his NHL career, he's only played 10 games and all 10 have been this season. Very excited Mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. He's from Alberta. There you go. That's my fun facts about him. He has zero goals, zero assists, and he's currently minus three. But he's got a wicked mouth on him. Exactly. So in my book, he's like plus a thousand. Yep. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who cares about points? And he's 6'4", which is also nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I absolutely love that. I love him. Um, Yeah, he's our favorite now. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Where are we? Where are we? I think that's it for NHL hockey news because, you know, 80% of the NHL hockey news is just that they all have COVID and um, we're delaying games postponing games allegedly Mm -hmm. they're going to be rescheduled I don't know when they have time to do that at all they have to push the season that's the only way it's going to make sense especially because like the Bruins have a really backloaded season they can't really afford to have this break that they're being given because this their season is so backloaded and they were it took them so long to get to play well first of all I think it was almost it was like three or four days after everybody else had played they played Mm-hmm. And then, like, they have had much, much fewer, yeah, much fewer games than everybody else has. So, we'll see what happens. I'm sure there's no way that they don't try and squish a couple Bruins games in the Olympic break if they don't send the players. And then, if not, they'll have to extend the season for the Bruins, or they're just going to be literally the Bruins are going to have back to back to back kind mm-hmm. of things like a back-to-back every week in February March and April <laughs> yeah um yeah so that's it for NHL hockey news I think I don't know there could be other things but that's all I remember yep um, <laughs> so the PWHPA had their Toronto showcase this weekend um so they because of all the spiking in cases um the province of Quebec, I'm not entirely sure what they put into place in terms of restrictions, but the Montreal PWHPA team had decided to pull out. I think it was just a good way to, um, like it didn't 
them going didn't counteract any of the restrictions put in place, but it does um, like align better with the principles of what was put in place. So it's probably a good idea. And also like, why would you want to come to Toronto? And I'm sure they would have been bust as well. So you spending a long time very close to your teammates because um, it's like five hours drive from Montreal to Toronto just about maybe longer depending on what the city's like um so made sense for them to pull out so they pulled out so we're left with Calgary Toronto why can't I remember what the other team is Minnesota I couldn't remember which American team it was <laughs> And for some reason, my brain was like, it's another Canadian team. I'm like, I don't think it is. <laughs> um, so we're left with Calgary, Toronto, and Minnesota. Um, they canceled. There's supposed to be a 1 p.m. game that was Montreal, Toronto. So they decided to just cancel that one instead of trying to make one team play twice in the same day. And then the 4 p.m. game, they it was sold out, um, but it was supposed to be a poor credit arena. So it wouldn't have been a lot of people, but it also would have been almost impossible to... Um, space because it is just like a small a smaller rink where like you see like junior a at best hockey like at the highest men's level um hockey so again it would have been really hard to space because there's no assigned seating there um and then they so they had that game and the winner of that game went on to play on the final in the finals today um and then the finals were at, I think, four o'clock today. No, two o'clock today. I, I watched it. I should know what time it was at. <laughs> um, it was at two o'clock today. Uh, it was Toronto got a buy. So it was Toronto. Ended up, ended up being Toronto and Calgary. Um, so all players or everyone who was at that game, like, were allowed to keep their tickets. But it seemed extra sparse to me. I think more people had bought tickets and couldn't or decided not to go because of the restrictions. Again, part of the restrictions were that you can't be sold. They can't sell any food or drinks. So that is a factor when you play at like 2 PM. I know like I can't go a whole hockey game without having something to drink. I am like addicted to water. I don't know how, what other way to play it. Like I literally, I need to have a drink with me at all times. I come off this podcast and I like suck back water. (laughs) I love water I like I almost exclusively drink water like I don't drink like if I'm thirsty I would never reach for anything other than water going to the restaurant I only drink water Megan's currently dying right now because she just choked on her water um me too I can for as much as I drink water I can't properly drink water and I constantly choke Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you think I'd be better at it. But I'm not. I'm so red right now. Oh, <coughs> need to cool down a little bit. Um, yeah. Anyway, so like I couldn't make it through a whole game. I don't mm. know how I'm gonna make it through a movie tomorrow. I'll probably sneak my water bottle in. To be honest, you didn't hear me say that. Um, <laughs> I am very good about wearing straw mask, under the mask. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a nice little up sip or down sip. Uh, exactly literally very that's what I do well like when I bring a water bottle to a hockey when I'm coaching like that's literally what I do I turn away from everybody yep. and I like take a drink put my mask back up immediately mm-hmm. and I don't ever have a drink on the bench 
because like they're so cl- the little kids are so close to me and they don't have their masks on because they're in their helmets yeah um but yeah so like to me it seems really sparse but there's also I was thinking like there's probably f- like three or four different reasons for why it was sparse like the restrictions the spiking cases um the spiking cases and for like kids especially because you normally see a lot of teens there together um Sunday is normally when a lot of clubs play hockey play their hockey games so again that's could be part of the reason for those clubs who hadn't had their games canceled um or postponed or whatever and then also like timing we are literally a week away from Christmas I watched the game while wrapping presents like that's what I was doing (laughs) I'm sure other people were in similar boats where they needed shopping done and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but yeah it was from what I saw I missed almost all of the goals because I couldn't find things and when my mom finally got home I was like where are these things (laughs) and had her go find them for me um but yeah so it was ended 3-1 Calgary this is the second showcase they've won they also won the Truro uh, Nova Scotia one which was good for them Calgary is a really strong team they have like Bridget Laquette who you know played on the Olympic team last time Sarah Potomac who I'm really surprised didn't make it further in the Olympic um, trial she's such a strong player um, and like really fun to watch and like Hallie Krasniak who again I think she I don't think it was last time I don't know. She's played with the Canadian national team and stuff like that, but like really good players and their goalies were on fire. I can't remember her name, but she was so good. And like Erica Howe was really good too for Toronto. Um, Yeah. And Lauren Gable literally stopped a goal. There was an empty net and she just put her body on the line for this goal. (laughs) Um, And she saved it. It was really good. She did. (laughs) She saved it. Um, But yeah, it was good hockey as always um the PHF also had games this weekend I believe that they had to cancel a six and Bru- Bruins that's not their name what are they called pride I could picture the bear and that's why it threw me off um game uh this weekend as well I think just kind of out of an abundance of caution um and then the other thing was is that the ECHL all-star classic which last year they sent four team can well two team Canada and two team USA players too um this year it is two members of the PHF and two members of the PWHPA which is very crazy because you know they never mix ever um they're very you know dramatic about not mixing (laughs) um so they're sending Lauren Gable and Sophia Shaver from the PWHPA and Jillian Dempsey and Allie Thunstrom from the PHF um so very exciting we'll see what happens with that well I guess also part of it is like whether it happens because you know um we're not looking so hot in general because it's supposed to be on January 17th however very exciting that the two teams are mixing together or two leagues groups are mixing together (laughs) I don't know what word (laughs) to use there um yeah so I think that's it for news, but we're going to go through some uh, Olympic projection rosters for the U.S. team. I was going to say the men's. Guess the men's U.S. team. We talked, we've talked, the women's teams are basically set. There's like max three players that are gone mm-hmm. <laughs> for both teams. Yep. 
we don't need to talk about projections at this point. We basically have the team. It's whether like whether you go in Laura Stacy and like Jill Sonia kind of thing. Like anyway. <laughs> Which one are they gonna choose? Exactly. Which one of five? Um all right. Where are we? Oh, I did not read that right. I thought that they were taking when I read this at first, I thought they were taking like 11 defensemen <laughs> the goalies are it's just like left wing center right wing and then lefty right d goalie and that, that's why I thought they were taking so many defensemen I was like wow that's a lot <laughs> um anyway so this is from the hockey writers they have first line Johnny Gaudreau Austin Matthews Patrick Kane um I mean, there's no way that he, that he doesn't make the team. Mm-hmm. Didn't they already name him? Wasn't he one of the officially named? He was one of the officially named ones, wasn't he? Um, I'm pretty sure he was. But, like, yeah. in my head, he's not there. You know? Yeah. In my head, he's not there. <laughs> um, and then, so, like, I, I don't know. Talent-wise, no problems with that line. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Kyle Connor, Jack Eichel, Brock Besser. I'm surprised they think Jack Eichel. This is from September 3rd. So this was a long time ago. I do think Jack Eichel would make this team. Probably, like, if he's healthy, he'll, he would make the team. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's going to be immediately put on the second line after not mm-hmm. playing much hockey for the last year and a half? No. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I see him as, like, fourth line or like extra player to start yeah and you see how he gets back into it um but otherwise like Kyle Connor for sure he's been on fire and Brock Besser has been a player I don't really know how good he's been but he is a player he's a a pretty good one the team has been shit so you know gotta take all of those kinds of things into consideration Mm yep (laughs) um then we got Jake Gensel, Dylan Larkin, Max Pacioretty. Um, really, Jake Gensel? I mean, like, I know, but, like, is that the Sidney Crosby effects? I have, you know, we're not sure about Jake Gensel here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, mm, mm. Um, no. I, yeah, and then, personally, my favorite line, Brady Kachuk. JT Miller, Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> it yes. literally doesn't matter, matter. Actually, you know what? For pure SAS levels, Jack Eichel should be centering that line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Or Austin I, Matthews. <laughs> Either I, of them. Yep. <laughs> I want both the Kachuk brothers so bad. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Like, like, those are the kind of players you take to the Olympics, not like a Tom Wilson, because like, yes. they know the line. Mm-hmm. They're not going to cross it. Yeah. You're not concerned about them crossing it from that perspective. They're still shit disturbers, and they're still offensively talented. Yes. That's, yes. I want both of them. Imagine. Oh my imagine God. them at the Olympics together. I, I know. And like on the same line, too. Oh, it'd be oh God. So good. <laughs> Oh, um, that'd be so good. Yeah, and then their extra players are Alex DeBrinkett, Jack Hughes, for sure, one hundred percent. I am down with almost all of those forwards. I don't really know much about what JT Miller's got going on, but sure. Yeah, there's they're <laughs> almost all young. You take out like Miller, Pacioretty, 
and Kane. And like the rest of them are under 25. <laughs> Except for Amazing. Johnny Gaudreau is old, but I forget that he's old. Like yep. 20, he's like 28, but I forget that he's that old. Mm-hmm. I also forget that he's American sometimes. I don't <laughs> know why. I know he's from like Philly, basically, but like I forget that he's American. <laughs> There's something about him. Yeah. Um, I think it's just being in Calgary that long <laughs> is the biggest for factor. Sure. <laughs> Um, and then the defenseman, everybody's favorite defenseman, Seth Jones, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's our guy. Yep. Our guy, Zach Wierenski. Sure. Um, I don't think Zach Wierenski is that good. I don't think that is a top pair. Personally, I would say, no. yeah, they're there, but I don't think they're a top pair. Definitely not. Um, Quinn Hughes, John Carlson. That could be a top pair. <laughs> imagine that oh my god I love imagining like this this wow mm-hmm. um and then Adam Fox Charlie McAvoy not bad I don't mm-hmm. I don't know about Charlie McAvoy I don't like Charlie McAvoy so I don't know if that has colored my opinion of him too much that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he's bad because I don't like him mm-hmm. um he's I don't think he's horrible but I do think he's like a lazy defender where he doesn't move his feet a lot like he prefers to use his stick and like I think part of that is the playing with Chara for so long and like learning from Chara Mm -hmm. um because like Chara now uses his long ass stick most of the time he doesn't move his feet as much and like you get by him you're fine yeah and I don't think Charlie McBoy uses his legs enough personally um, from what I remember seeing of him, I haven't mm-hmm. thought about him in a while, though. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Don't even know the last time we played the Bruins. Exactly. So. Um, and then Tori Krug and Jacob Slavin. Again, for sure. I like, I literally yeah. like all of these defensemen here, except, you know, Seth Jones. In my opinion, Seth Jones should be like the eighth defenseman here on this <laughs> list. He should be like the eighth defenseman. Oh, Lord. Especially at the beginning of the season, you look at this and I'm like, yep. Yeah, like Jacob Slavin should have had um should have been way up there for the Norris last year. He's one of the best defenders in the league and like does not commit too many penalties. Very many at all, actually. Um, because he yeah. should have gotten I uh, did he get the lady bing or he should have gotten the lady bing last year. Like he had that few penalties. Okay, yeah. Um, because I remember us talking about it, but I don't remember whether it happened. If yeah. But yeah, like again, I'm there's no one I hate on this list, which is really nice. I mean, from like a hockey, really player, a hockey perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like not I mean, a, there are people not I a hate. humanities. Yeah, right? exactly. Like if you're looking at this from a purely hockey perspective, there's no one I really hate on this yeah. roster, which is really good. Um, and then we'll talk about goalies. Connor Hellbuck. No one hell this man is not making the Olympic team. Yeah. Like <laughs> that is your best goalie option for sure. Um, John Gibson. Yeah, after what we've seen so far probably not yeah um and thatcher demko but this was at the beginning of the season before the season started yeah excuse me um so you know we could have had higher hopes for him hopes are lower now and mm-hmm. there are definitely someone who should take his spot yeah a single someone that wears a blue jersey most nights yeah <laughs> <laughs> When he's not wearing a blue jersey, he's wearing a white one. Single one, so you know, there's blue and white on it. 
Um, and then their just missed out list is Anders Lee. I genuinely did not know that man is American. He looks like he's from one of the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, I, I look always, at him and I'm like, he's Swedish. He looks like I always thought he was Swedish. And yeah. I wonder if he has he has to have like Swedish heritage or something. Yeah. First of all, even with the name Anders, no. like that's not really like an Americanized name. No. Um, who else do they have? Cam Atkinson. I genuinely forget he exists from time to time until I see Flyers Twitter tweet about him. Um, and I'm like, right, he's a person. I think he's the best flyer right now. That's all I really know. I haven't been playing paying attention to them too much. Um, TJ Oshie genuinely forgot about his existence. Genuinely forgot about his existence. Yeah. I haven't seen the Capitals in a while, too. Lord. Um, Clayton Keller. Yeah, sorry, bud. You're not making the team. There's no way. Chris Kreider. Trocheck. I forgot Trocheck was American, too. He's good, though. I could see I think he might be on more recent rosters if we look at them or when we look at them Brian Rust Brock Nelson Blake Wheeler Kevin Hayes Brandon Carlo Ryan McDonough Jacob Truba Jeff Petrie and Ryan Suter so you know not overall not horrible for the hockey writers from September um where are we when is this one from okay I got Yahoo from December 9th so this is only 10 days ago Amazing. Um, oh, sh- oh, wait. So, oh, um, it's like crunched funny. And it, I just read it as Johnny Austin. And then like there's a gap because Patrick Kane's name fits in one line. Um, but I'm like, I knew exactly who they were talking about when they just said Johnny and Austin. <laughs> so again, Johnny Gaudreau, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane. Same thing. Acceptable. From a hockey perspective. Kyle yep. Connor, Dylan Larkin, Max Pacioretty. Again, acceptable from a hockey perspective. Um, Chris Kreider, JT Miller, Jake Genslow. That's interesting to me. I know Kreider's been good, but again, I what has JT Miller been up to? Is is it because I keep thinking JT Miller is a Canuck? I'm not sure he is a Canuck. Is he a Canuck? I feel like he's a Canuck. I'm pretty sure he's a Canuck. See, now I'm not sure because I don't know how you can justify putting any Canucks forwards on this team that don't aren't Brock Besser. You mm-hmm. know? Um, okay, yeah, he's a Canuck. Okay. All right. What do we know about him? How's he doing? Um, oh, so slow. Anytime you try and go to the NHL website, it's like, no, not happening. Absolutely not um he has 10 goals and 22 assists in 31 games um that does tie him for goal scoring leader with Bo Horvat but actually I think he has the most points too I guess maybe he should be on this roster I just thought he was one of the old bad ones on the Canucks. Yeah. I think I'm mixing him up with someone else in my head. I don't know who, though, but one of the old long-signed bad Canucks. Um, <laughs> Everyone else. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't really like Jake Gensel, and I know Chris Kreider has been pretty good, so I don't mind that. 
Um, and then you got Alex Dabrinkit, Jack Hughes, Matthew Kachuk. I do think Alex Dabrinkit deserves to be on this team. He is such a good player. And I feel like he's very like underrated. Like no one really talks about him that much. It's not that he's necessarily underrated. It's just no one really talks about him at all. Mm-hmm. He's a good player and like he can drive a line himself um, and stuff. And again, Jack Hughes, I get, I don't know what's up with Jack Hughes. I think he's been injured and stuff, but like, I like him. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and I, obviously we want, we want Matthew Kachuk on this team. Yes. And again, um, the other, the only thing is that I don't like this Dylan Larkin with Max Pacioretty line, because I think Dylan Larkin should have two fast players with him. He is fast. Kyle yeah. Connor is fast and Alex Debrinkit is fast. I feel like Debrinkit should be on that line in my head. And you just make like an old line. You scrap Jake Gensel, you move Pacioretty down with Kreider and Miller. I say old, but it's literally just like the oldest line by average <laughs> age. It's not really that old. <laughs> um, and then you have um, Kachuk, Hughes, Kachuk. Can you imagine that? Kachuk, Hughes, Kachuk. <laughs> And then you have Hughes on the ice too. The other Hughes. Amazing. Um, yes, this is what I want. I Thank you. <laughs> anyone that's related, I want on the roster. Mm-hmm. Give me, you know what? Give me the Kachuk's like 17 cousins that are in the NHL too. Who are their cousins again? I don't know. One of them just made his NHL debut the other night, apparently. Don't really know who. Don't even know if they're American. I don't know. I was going to say, who's related to Bo Horvat? But that's TK is related to Bo Horvat, mm. right? They're cousins, I think. I think. Um, um, are they related to the Hayes? The Kachucks? Is that who? I think I, it might be the Hayes. <laughs> I, now that you say that, I think it might be. Um, the fit, uh, Ryan and Casey Fitzgerald, and also cousin of Kevin and Jimmy Hayes. There we go. There you go. I wish Matthew had um those things um where like you save your stories so like people can go back and see your stories that you post on your Instagram because mm-hmm. his cousin, I was it the Kings. I don't know, but he posted on his story. And he was like, yeah, go cousin, whatever. Um, and I wish that he, I wish that he had the thing that you can go see back. Because mm-hmm. now I want to know who it is. Give me a second. Um, I'm wondering if it's maybe Casey Fitzgerald. Because like I said, there's, oh, oh, oh. don't know who he who he's under contract for oh he's under the Sabres contract uh I think it was Fitzgerald he's played one game this season Casey Fitzgerald makes sense that for Buffalo so I'm wondering oh I can't remember the other one's name now though oh well (laughs) who's the other one Brian Fitzgerald He is under contract with the Flyers. I don't think he's played, though. 
yeah, he hasn't played in the NHL at all. There you go. So it must have been Casey. There you go. Amazing. Just sleuthed it out. All right. Um, but, you Ooh. know, you could squish Kevin Hughes onto this team just to get, you know, more Kachuk. <laughs> yes. And he plays center, right? Is that right? Is, is, is position, position. Center. Yep. Okay. Kevin Hayes between Matthew Kachuk and Brady Kachuk. That's it. We have, and my work here is done. Thank you. Amazing. We, we teach Jack Hughes to play defense just for this tournament. Since Luke yep. won't make this team, he plays with Quinn and we play the five of them together. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, anyway, their extras were Brady Kachuk and Brock Besser. Again, not too many problems with this yeah. other than, you know, Jake Gensel and having Pacioretty, who I don't think is quite fast enough for Delaware Markin and Kyle Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see about Eichel again. Maybe he makes it, maybe he doesn't. Where'd I go? Because um, he'd be, he again, he'd be like the maybe kind of guy. Yeah. Um, their defense, much more reasonable top line here. Adam Fox, Charlie McAvoy. Again, I think I might be imagining that Charlie McAvoy is worse than I think he is. Um, <laughs> just because I don't like him. Like I said. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then you have Zach Runsky, Seth Jones. I mean, it had they have to be there. Might as well mm. put them together. That's what they were playing last year to get was together, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then Quinn Hughes, John Carlson. Again, I don't know why. I really love Quinn Hughes, John Carlson as a concept. I not entirely sure why but I do <laughs> I think it's fun it's fun I think it is um and then Jacob Slavin Ryan McDonough again like you can kind of mix and match a lot of these guys mm-hmm. I do think Jacob Slavin I don't know if Zach Wierenski is any good either I also don't really like him though so yeah. again <laughs> I don't know if that's coloring my opinions of him <laughs> um their goalies are Connor Hellebuck, Jack Campbell, and John Gibson. Apparently, Jack John Gibson is all right. Apparently, he's been pretty good for the Ducks, even though the Ducks are rebuilding and kind of bad. I guess maybe they're not as bad as I think they are. I haven't looked at the standings in a while. Is there a point in looking at the NHL standings right now, though? No, because the number not. of games played are absolutely insane between teams. Um, again, not a bad thing. See, the thing is, none of these teams have, like, anyone writing these articles is not doing anything absolutely insane with them. Um, because they don't want to, you know, stir the pot the way Canadian media really truly loves to. But also, I genuinely believe that the Canadian media members who are writing, um, that they think Tom Wilson should be in is genuinely believe that and that is also terrifying yes <laughs> um, the next one we have is from usa today november 22nd so again not too long ago just about a month where are we oh they're starting with the goaltenders jack campbell is their number one connor hellebuck john gibson jack campbell has done so good i really would love for him to make the olympic team oh imagine him at the olympics i know 
Oh. He'd be just happy to be there. That would that those three goalies may be again one of the most um what's the word I'm looking for? Oh no, it's gone. It's gone. Like the sweetest tandem. Wholesome. Yes, wholesome. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> um, one of the most wholesome tandems. I don't know about Connor Hellebuck, but I'm pretty sure John Gibson is kind of like Jack Campbell, but like not, no one is like Jack Campbell. No. And I mean that in the best way. I love him so much. Me too. Um, They didn't do goalie pairs. They're just listing me goal. Uh, sorry, goalie pairs. <laughs> Can you imagine goalie pairs? <laughs> um, they didn't do deep pairs. They're just listing me defensemen. I assume in a particular order. Um, They go Adam Fox, Charlie McAvoy. Again, makes sense. Quinn Hughes, Jacob Slavin. I do like that pair better than Zach Wierenski and Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. And then John Carlson and Tori Krug. Again, I don't know what's up to, with Tori Krug. Yeah. I don't know. He's in St. Louis. St. Louis is doing middle of the pack in their division, which again, doesn't say much because their division is not great. Yeah. Um, so I really don't know what's up with Tori Krug. Normally I would like immediately pick him for a fantasy team, but I don't think he's been as good in the past couple of years, like since going mm-hmm. to the Blues. Um, but yeah. Oh, gross. Never mind. USA Today has other possibilities. Ryan McDonough, Alex Goligoski, Tony D'Angelo. You <gasps> genuinely think the this f- man? You think that as a, from a PR perspective, simply that they are going to allow this man to another country? Okay, well, that for one. And for two starters, second, he's, he's bad. <laughs> like, this man is not good at hockey. Oh my god. Oh man. Um, USA Today, you are rapidly losing points for that other possibilities. Um, did they have other goalies? They did. Um, they had Demko and Jonathan Quick, which again, not horrible, but like. Hold on, we're we're getting crazy again. I'm looking at centers here. Oh, Austin Lord. Matthews, yeah. yeah. JT Miller, I guess we've learned yes. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> Dylan Larkin, again, sure. Mm-hmm. Joel Pavelski? <laughs> what? I, uh, sh- you sure? In what universe? I know, like, Jack Hughes. Yeah, Vince, this is their other possibilities. Jack Hughes, sure. Mm-hmm. Vincent Trocheck, definitely. Yeah. Blake Coleman, again, sure. Mm-hmm. Was Blake Coleman on the Flames? That sounds wrong. Um, is there another Coleman in the NHL? Because I is he now? I feel like he might. It does say he's on the flames. Then who then who hit then who hit someone yesterday? Who hit the Dallas Star yesterday if it said it was Coleman? Because it clearly wasn't Blake Coleman. Brett Connolly. Oh Connolly. I thought it was Coleman. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I was very convinced that I had said Coleman. 
Um, Same thing. <laughs> um, also, yeah, I, I, Joe Pavelski, really? Let's learn about Joel, how Joel is doing this year. I don't think it's very good. And isn't he kind of old? Um, yeah. I actually don't really know much about Joel Pavelski. I, think I know I think he's he was, a lot. he was very upset yesterday after the hit. I saw that. He's like in the um, post game. He was very upset about the hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's thirty-seven. Are we sure we want a thirty-seven-year-old on what should be a young U.S. <laughs> yeah. Olympic team? Because I always thought that that would be the U.S. team's strength. They're young, and a lot of them have played together in junior, and it wasn't all that long ago. Mm-hmm. That was always what I thought. Even like the the last Olympic, 2018, I thought, holy shit, if the NHLers go, you got Austin Matthews, Jack Eichel, Matthew Kachuk, like all those young guys who played together. Yeah. Right? I was like, oh, that's a little uh-huh. terrifying for me as a thought. They played <laughs> together all that long ago. It's still terrifying. A couple of years later, they've only gotten better. <laughs> Um, he has 11 goals, 15 assists in 28 games. That's not that good. Mm, I guess it's not no. much worse than JT Miller. I think it's one more goal than JT Miller and a few less assists. But still, do you need a 37-year-old? No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Make, like, Matthews or Captain. You don't need to worry. They're not. They're going to make freaking Patrick Kane or, like, Seth Jones or Captain. I really don't want to imagine that, but I'm confident no. that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wingers. Again, Patrick Kane. Yay, no surprise. Alex Debrinkit, I do think he should be, like I said, I think he should be in the lineup, not mm-hmm. an extra. Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, Chris Kreider, Kyle Connor, Jake Gensel, Max Pacioretty, Troy Terry, and Brady Kachuk. Um, I do not know who Troy Terry is. And the thing who is... Who is Troy Terry? He plays for the Ducks. So that's um a strike a strike against him to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um he's only 24. I don't know why I thought he was old. That sounds like an old name. And the sounds other- like a name I've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> um 18 goals, 12 assists. That's not horrible in 31 mm-hmm. games. Um genuinely not horrible especially when you consider that Anaheim isn't very good like they're not the worst but they're not great not gonna make a playoff team push at all um so maybe but it also depends on who you think about has been left off um Oshie yeah Atkinson and Drake Drake Batherson I'm pretty sure he's Canadian Canadian no I'm confident he was on like, that vegetable team. Oh, it says American Canadian. In theory, he could American born Canadian, born Canadian. Hmm. Give me a second to figure out. I'm pretty sure he was on I'm, that. Yeah. Canadian. Um. 
why are you so unhelpful Wikipedia? <laughs> so unhelpful um honestly i shouldn't have even gone to you uh, oh wait it was there yeah he played for canada in the world juniors in 2018 yeah the year after the vegetables that's what year it was i i don't i <laughs> I guess you're allowed to do that, but it does seem weird that he chose to play with the Canadian, Canadian. team. Yeah. I feel and, like, like he played he... in the queue. Like that's a conscious choice as well, as opposed to playing mm-hmm. um, NTDP. I that, feel that sure. I feel <laughs> like he would go. Like I feel like if he was going go he would go with Canada yeah I also don't like obviously like like, he's not even that good he has nine goals 19 assists but I mean the sends aren't great but still but like why would you put him on that list not Jack Hughes oh because he's a center he's on the center list and not the winger list but also we shouldn't really be caring about positions um you pick your 12 best forwards or 14 best forwards um and your wingers your centers play wing if they have to mm-hmm. right um yeah drake batherson seems like a weird hat that is an interesting yeah mm, yeah who wrote this it was usa today i don't know if they know much about hockey <laughs> yeah mm. um Okay, we also got the hockey news. This is from September. Let me see. I think I had one bookmarked that was a little bit more recent, like actually maybe this week recent instead of pulling another one from September because those are less fun. Um, Okay. We got ESPN from... December 17th. So two whole days ago. That's it. All right. They got Max Pacioretty, Austin Matthews, Patrick King. Sure. As a line. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Kachuk, Dylan Larkin, Alex Brinkett. I like that line. It seems feisty. Yes. Johnny Gaudreau, Joel Pavelski, TJ Oshie. I don't. Why? Um, yeah. Why is a good question. <laughs> Um, Jake Gensel, Chris Kreider, Blake Coleman. I don't really like that. Again, no. like Chris Kreider, I don't know about Coleman. And I, again, we talked about it. I don't really trust Gensel. Unless you're putting Gensel on like Austin Matthews wing. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, someone who is an elite goal scorer's wing. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they're extra forwards. They have Brady Kachuk. Duh. Jack Hughes, double duh. Brock Besser again. Ooh, yeah. Jason Robertson. I think that's a good extra skater. He has been very good. Yeah, um, I really like what I've seen from him. Not that I've watched the Dallas Stars, but what I've yeah. seen about him. I've seen um, a lot of tweets about him. Yeah. Whenever he does something, it shows up my timeline. Go, you go, buddy. Yeah, I love you. You go. <laughs> Tell your brother to heal faster, but you go. <laughs> Um, actually, no, he can take his time because, you know, the Marlies aren't playing anytime soon. Yep. Neither are Leaps. 
Um, yeah, I really love that Jason Robertson and Vincent Trocheck. Again, I would put any of the almost any of the people on that list above Oshi and Pavelski <laughs> and yeah. maybe Coleman mm-hmm. and probably Gensel. <laughs> so, like, yeah, seems like a weird. Let's just take the list of extras and make it this is your roster yeah exactly those are that's your bottom two lines i got you um their defensemen they have ryan mcdonough adam fox zach Renski, seth jones john carlson charlie mcvoy we are not putting quinn hughes in here what's wrong with you (sighs) Hmm. Hmm. seems a little suspicious to me yeah, so they have Slavin and Hughes as their extras there. But still, it's weird. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they also have Truba, Pesci, Krug, Dumoulin, and John Marino as their extra Ds. Mm-hmm. Or potential extra Ds. Um, what? Did you give me goalies? Oh, yep, it was there. I just hit, already scrolled down. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, John Gibson, Thatcher Demko. Mm. Give me Jack Campbell. Yep. I don't mind. It. Just, Jack Campbell should be one of those names. If you give him John Gibson and, like, Thatcher Demko ones, you should be giving Jack Campbell yeah. a spot. Connor Hellebuck, for sure. Number one mm-hmm. goalie. Oh, I'm yep. content with that. Yep. <laughs> Jack yeah, Campbell. He should be in there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, fight for Jack Campbell. If they're going, I will write. Mm-hmm. I will write to everyone and be like, listen, every single day I'm gonna be like Jack Campbell. And it's just gonna be an email every day saying Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. I agree. Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. All anyone needs to know, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell, that's it. Period. Well, we found our episode title. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Jack Campbell, period. (laughs) This is a Jack Campbell appreciation episode. It is. And we barely even really talked about his actual playing with the Leafs. But he's he has been so good and like such a good comeback story. And I don't know how you don't pick the how the best goalies are performing this moment you know mm-hmm. yeah like it's different with the Canadian team when they're all garbage right now you have to you know go with what you know and what you know is like Marc-Andre Fleury has been playing pretty well if you consider how horrible the Hawks are mm-hmm. and like how old he is and stuff um so why not take Fleury but like the other ones you're literally just like well we got hot garbage. I guess we have to go with what we know is going to perform or has performed in the past. Yep. But like with the Americans, you're on the opposite end of that. You have three goalies who, you know, are performing well. Actually, I don't know that there's actually three, two for sure. Jack yep. Campbell and Connor Hellebuck are performing well, very well. I believe John Gibson has been performing well. Thatcher Demko, I'm really not so sure about. Is he still a Canuck? Um, oh, I feel like we talked about this not that long ago. 
I don't remember if it was a Canucks goalie anymore. <laughs> he is. Well, that's good for him. <laughs> um, but I don't think he's been, you know, again all that great. Yeah. Um. He has one assist this year, though, so, you know. There's and that. two pins. Um, however, he has 65 goals against in 25 games so far, and I don't think that's very good. <laughs> uh, no, I would not say so. Yeah, his save percentage is 919, so again, not super high. Yeah, I don't know. Again, part of that could be the Canucks are kind of shitty. But still, like, I don't know how you could justify him over Jack Campbell. Right. Yeah. At this moment in time, moment I don't right see now. how you could justify that. Yeah. Nope. Um, is that it? Do we have any other thoughts on Olympic rosters? Who did we think was the best? Um, not USA Today. Fuck you. No. Um, Yahoo, maybe? Yeah. I think. I think I have to look at their forwards again. Yeah, yeah, who was all right. Um, and same with four projecting in September. Um, the hockey writers were not bad at all either. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, they had our favorite line in existence yeah. with this, yeah. which is any center with Brady and Matthew Kachai. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so congrats to them. Yep. Love that for them. Hopefully, again, even if the NHLers don't go we see what the rosters would have been I think it's a mm-hmm. good thing to see um from a player perspective like it's a good congratulations it's the same way um Hockey yeah. Canada did that when the women's worlds were moved from April to no that wasn't even it from in 2020 when they were canceled they mm. released what the roster would have been to you know congratulate yeah. these women and say good job like you made this team you would have made this team yeah it's big it's a big honor exactly like to play for your country at the Mm -hmm. olympic exactly so i think it'd be fun it'd be fun it's fun for like the fans to just see and just Mm -hmm. be like that would have been sick or like even like just pick it apart like we're doing with these fake rosters right now. exactly exactly i would i can't wait to pick i that's what part of the biggest reason is like i want to pick them apart yeah i want to say you're an idiot to all these gms because i will i know i will (laughs) um yeah i think that's it for this episode we hope that everybody who has covid there's one thing there is one there's a um an update from the maple leafs um it's not a, that big of an update. We all saw it coming. Um, but they officially announced that they will be pausing team activities at least through the scheduled completion of the NHL's holiday break on the schedule on December 26th. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. All saw it coming, but official. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's it. We hope that everyone who has COVID does not experience any symptoms and gets better yep. soon if they are um we will see you maybe two weeks probably we would definitely not not recording next week um, 
it's Christmas. It's not happening. <laughs> we'll be with our families and celebrating. So happy holidays to everyone. Probably happy new year as well. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at For Puck's Sake Pod, Instagram at For Puck's Sake Podcast, TikTok at For Puck's Sake Pod, and Tumblr at For Puck's Sake Podcast. Bye. Bye.